How's it going, everybody? Welcome back to the No Time to Explain podcast. Today is July. What's today's date? 30, 21st? Yeah, 21st. Today is July 21st. But more importantly, it is Barbenheimer Day. So happy Barbenheimer Day. Mm -hmm. I am here with my co hosts, Samson and Hunter. And today. We've got some special stuff for you. This isn't going to be like a super long podcast, but before we get into any of that type of stuff, got a couple announcements. So as you can see, the table is a little different. This is not permanent. Just couldn't use the round table today. No yeah. biggie. Um, also, we have the Mason podcast up now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, all that stuff. Uh, it's not up on YouTube right now. It will be up on YouTube shortly <laughs> give me give me a few days a few years maybe maybe a yeah. few years. decades maybe, maybe in 2025 <laughs> by the time this episode goes up, up it better it be should up. be already up, <laughs> then be we're up. literally going from episode 22 uh, to 21 which would make absolutely no sense yeah yet. hopefully but, but uh anyway but yeah that'll be up we uh have some uh just thing going on in life. Life get busy, you know what I'm saying? So things happen. It'll be up soon, but you can still go listen to it on Amazon and all that. Amazon. Yeah. Well, yeah, Amazon and Spotify and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, another thing is with school coming up, we are going to have to be making some change. Whoa. 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 I Whoa. lost, I lost <laughs> my Man, voice. You couldn't even say changes. I lost my voice for a podcast. second. I had to swallow. I'm making some changes. So what that means is I'll be starting school, Samson will be starting school, Heiko will be starting school. So we aren't like 100% on what we're doing yet, but from what I think we're going with is we're going to try and do every other week as a podcast. And they're going to be a little shorter, so they're going to be about an hour or less Mm -hmm. from now on. Um, no more two hours and stuff like that. That was just like a special yeah. podcast for you guys. Yeah, the, I mean, those are just guest ones. Yeah, those are just guest ones. But uh, we'll try Especially these ones where it's just us yeah, we'll, talking. We'll, those are probably going to be the shorter ones. Yeah, under like Always under an hour. Minutes, yeah. like that. Something a little more manageable. Yeah. Less editing, you know what I mean? Because, you know, we'll have a lot of stuff to do. Um, Samson probably won't be around as much, mm-hmm. depending on how school goes. I mean, even me, I never. you never know. I think I'll be okay, but you never know. There may be some weeks where Samson's not here, or I'm not here, mm-hmm. or Heiko's not here. It I just might be depends. a feature every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but. Um, but that's just for the school year, for the semester. Um, when we go on break, after semesters, we'll pick back up again, be more frequent, hopefully. And then especially when summer comes back around next mm-hmm. year, we'll be more frequent as well, if we're still here. I don't know why we wouldn't be, but yeah. we'll hopefully still be here. Um, but yeah, so that's kind of the plan for that. So nothing too drastic, uh, nothing too big, but it'll just be a little less frequent. You always still have clips on mm-hmm. Instagram and all that stuff you look at. Um, hopefully when we get a camera, we do a little more vlogging type stuff. Yeah, that'd be cool going out and doing stuff. Yeah, so you there might, might be more videos on that. You might like doing that stuff more too. Oh, I'm just waiting for a golf vlog. Dude, we need that a golf, golf vlog. vlog. will definitely be happening eventually. Yeah. But um, just... That's what's going on right now, just to keep you guys updated. Uh, feel like we're going to become like the, <laughs> what if we came like the next Nelk with just rotating <laughs> people out, just a bunch of random people. We're going to be like Mr. Beast with the rotating <laughs> yeah, the two yeah. on his team. <laughs> Hopefully, uh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're going to say. That. I know what you're going to say. I believe this. Oh, don't even. <laughs> yeah, Any, okay. Anyway, 
But, uh, yeah, so that's pretty much all the announcements we have for today. Um, we're just going to jump right into it. We have no national holidays today because I didn't do them. Yeah. So we don't have them. But, um, it's funny. It's, just, it's Barbenheimer Day. Yeah. Well, it's that's, Barbenheimer that's Day. That's the most important day of that the year. That is the national. Yes. Also, we are – I do have another announcement. So um, we are changing the upload schedule again. So yeah. we said before we would be uploading on Fridays. Well, now things have changed, obviously. So we'll be recording on Fridays and Saturdays again, uploading Monday, Tuesday again, mm-hmm. like we did at the beginning. So, I mean, that's nothing too big. You, you've all seen it before. Mm. It's just that little minor change again. Um, I think that's the last thing I have, though. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> 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 but uh, like we said, today is Barbenheimer Day, and we already went... And watched Oppenheimer. Very yeah. good movie. Are you mad? <laughs> um, uh, it was a good movie. Will be next episode. Yeah, we'll, yeah, we'll have Heiko on. We'll review we'll it next week because yeah. Heiko will be going to see it tomorrow. Yeah. So we don't want to spoil it for him or anything like that. I mean, there's really nothing to spoil. No, it's, 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 it's literally <laughs> history. It's, it's history. history. You can't but spoil it, history. It's the outcome. <laughs> it, 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 <laughs> I don't know. It's a lot of history I didn't know though. Yeah, a lot. It was very interesting. Movie. You think you think it's mostly just about him dropping the bomb, but it's not. It, yeah, it goes yeah, it's way, way deeper than that, than that mm-hmm. which I liked. Yeah. But. And also, next weekend, I'll be seeing Sound of Freedom, and I'll be seeing Barbie. So I'll be able to talk about those, too. Yeah, but I'll so probably go and see Sound of Freedom, too, and we'll talk about it. So we'll be able to talk about those, yeah. too, next week. So I, I guess next week will just be, like, a movie review. Yeah, that'd review. be cool, yeah. I mean, it's a pretty big uh, week. A lot of, lot like of movies. It's literally the span. summer blockbuster month right now. Okay, but is it better than Spider-Man? Is it better? <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Spider-Man on top? Just saying. Just saying. Sure, sure. Anyway, um, we do have a topic for today. I feel like you're going to learn a lot about something today. Very educational podcast. Um, but today's topic, we're talking about the C. Mm-hmm. So I wrote this like two weeks ago um, when we were talking about conspiracy theories and whatnot. That thing was like four yeah. weeks. Five weeks. We've four had, weeks we five just weeks? had like so many guests oh, in a row. Oh, yeah, you're yeah. right. We had like four guests in you're a right. row. So that was a pretty long time ago. Yeah. Um, but I wrote it during that time because I was just interested. For, well, what really got me interested was like the whole submarine thing. I was like thinking yeah, about the sea. I was yeah, like, ah, yeah. oh, how really, how far were they really? And blah blah this and that. But um, yeah. So we're gonna learn a little bit about the sea and some of the things that are in the sea. And me doing this research has made me realize why people have a fear of the ocean. Yeah. Like, it's it's so valid now. I completely understand. Um. Yeah, we're just gonna go right into it. So the sea, we have pictures. Um, we'll probably we'll throw, them up. we'll throw them on the screen about ocean depth and about the type of animals you'll find on those depths. So the ocean covers more than seventy percent of the Earth's total surface and contains roughly ninety-seven percent of all its water, measuring about three hundred and sixty-one point nine million square kilometers. That's What's a kilometer? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we but don't use a lot. That system. We don't use this stupid system. But that's a lot, pretty much, is basically what that's saying. It is a massive, continuous body of salt water, so large, in fact, that ocean graphers estimate that less than 20% of it has been explored. So with an average depth of 3,700 meters, experts have also divided the world ocean into various zones based on depth from the surface for ease of oceanographic studies. The ocean is divided into zones depending on how far light reaches them. 
Mm-hmm. So I didn't know that. I didn't know that they were yeah. divided like that. Um, the first layer is the layer that we all see is the ocean sunlight zone. So aptly named for its position at the surface level, this sunlight zone, also called the surface zone or epilagaic, epiblagalic, epiblagalic zone. (laughs) We got a marine biologist over there. Literally do. Our epipolarizing zone extends downward 200 meters at roughly 5% of the ocean's average depth. At midday, it is particularly full uh, fully lit with sun, hence called the sunlight zone. It is also regarded as the warmest layer. An abundance of natural light also generates heat, which penetrates deeper waters due to location. The temperature of the epipolytic zone can go as high as 97 degrees Fahrenheit or drop as low as 28 degrees Fahrenheit. Uh, enough sunlight penetrates this layer for algae to utilize photosynthesis, which in turn creates roughly 50% of oxygen in our atmosphere so 50 percent of our oxygen comes from algae in the ocean that's I guess. crazy and probably the other 50 is from trees yeah <laughs> yeah probably. Ah. so literally we cut off the trees trees and algae yeah. trees and algae is basically what makes our oxygen the lorax was onto something the lorax yep. was hitting different oh he knew something o'hare was really just trying to kill us all off he's just mass genocide. it's crazy that uh, i'm pretty sure the government like started like the ban that book the yeah, Lorax? They did. They, yeah, they, they did. Banned that yeah. in California. I already told yeah. them, talked about that. Why? Well, it's they crazy. banned that because of forest fires and stuff. Uh, yeah. was crazy yeah. on that. But yeah, that that book's literally banned in certain states. Yeah, that's great. That's wow. kind of terrible. But I didn't know that. I learned something new today. Well, I already told you. Yeah, know. he's already uh, said it. I'm pretty sure you are. You just learned a new thing. <laughs> I learned something <laughs> new that I forgot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's called remembering. I don't know. Uh, Maybe, yeah. Anyway, so the surface zone is where the majority of commercial fishing takes place and is home to many kinds of animals, including whales, dolphins, sharks, many of whom frequently break the ocean surface. Next, you have the twilight zone. The Mm -hmm. ocean twilight zone is the mesopelagic. Did I say that right? (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Mesopelagic (laughs) zone between... Begins at 200 meters and extends downward to 1,000 meters, making up approximately 20% of the ocean's total depth. It is generally a very dim region, but it does receive a sliver of sunlight at the midday point, which is enough for photosynthesis to occur. The twilight zone actually plays a large role in regulating our planet. The ocean absorbs roughly 25% of the carbon dioxide humans emit and pushes it down to the deep ocean, preventing it from releasing into the atmosphere. So we be living because of this zone, mm-hmm. the twilight zone. Unlike the surface zone, this second layer has remained relatively untouched from commercial fishing despite the fact that it is bursting with aquatic life. The mesopelagic zone is also where experts have first noted the existence of bioluminescent creatures. So like mm. them things that light themselves up. Yeah, like yeah. that thing from Finding Nemo. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. I, yeah. Heard. It was like with, with, it the, was like the, with the light and the, the bulb. Light, yeah, and then yeah. Kept going closer yeah. What, are, what are those fish like called a, again? I have no idea. I, I we'll know. we'll get to. It. I think I have it in here. Marine biologists. Do you know what they they're called? Anglerfish. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those things See? are freaky. Nice. Give me. Nice. Anyway, so temperature changes here at the uh, here are the most extreme. This is in part due to the. Thermal sea line, a traditional region where warmer waters decrease rapidly. Now we move into the deep ocean. The deep ocean, the third and final layer, extends 
from a thousand meters, thousand meter point to the ocean floor, regardless of how deep that is. At minimum, it takes up, it makes up 75% of the ocean's depth. It is a rigid region that receives absolutely no sunlight. The organisms that live in this zone are bioluminescent. That is to say, they produce and emit their own light. Examples of these creatures include certain types of plankton, jellyfish, squid, and the nightmarish barbell dragonfish, which what? is, that's what that, that looks like. That is. Yeah, that looks That's horrific. a barbell dragonfish. We'll that put it on the screen. interesting. So that thing lives there. That's absolutely terrifying. <laughs> yeah. So. Bro, and it's pitch black too. And it, like, yeah, imagine, imagine you just see, see that imagine single you're thing. swimming down there and you turn on your headlight and that thing just. <laughs> oh my goodness. Anyway. Moving on. So living in complete darkness, they have light-sensitive eyes that allow them to sense each other's presence. So basically, you won't see it, but it'll be able to sense yeah. you that you're there. I mean, that's what you got to do whenever you literally have no sunlight. That's when your yeah. senses have to, like, overpower. Mm. That's crazy about nature is that, like, if there's a weakness in some point, it will the make same another thing with sense like, um, stronger. Yeah, same thing with, like, blind people, how, like, their hearing or, like, yeah. smell is, like, way mm-hmm. better even yeah. though they're blind. Yep. Because they rely on it a yeah. lot more heavily than yeah. us. Yes. So it says the deep ocean, though, is further divided into three different zones. The midnight zone, the abyss, oh and the trenches. <laughs> the trenches. <laughs> so <laughs> That's wild. The midnight zone. So the midnight zone is also known as the bathypelagic zone, which makes up the first third of the deep ocean of the first three layers. It extends downward from 1,000 meters to 4,000, roughly the average depth of the global ocean. The temperature rarely changes, remaining at a fairly consistent 39 degrees Fahrenheit. As mentioned earlier, the only light in this region does not come from the sun, but from the bioluminescent animals who use their ability to hunt and find a mate. Some go for days living in complete darkness. However, there are a few sea creatures who swim this far down to feed, such as sperm whales. Whoa. What? Okay. Sperm will go down that deep. <laughs> yeah. They, I guess, they go down and they feed. Heiko is terrible. Okay, hold up. Wait, you said mate? Yeah, they they go down that far to feed. Oh, and to feed. Okay, yeah, okay, okay, my okay. fault. To feed. Thirty-nine degrees Fahrenheit. I mean, you may not think of that as being crazy. I mean, that's nearly, you know, freezing temp. That's what your fridge is like. That's your fridge is at like thirty-two degrees. Because I mean, yeah. you go in the water, and it's usually around like I think what the seventies. Seventies, yeah. And if it's cold, if it feels cold, it's in like the sixties. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So your body temperature how, is like 98. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So imagine how that feels, 39 degrees. You're literally like freezing, there. like you're getting hypothermia. Yeah, Probably you're not, literally but... at the verge of hypothermia. Yeah, yeah. And then also, whenever you're talking about the trenches, bro, all I thought about was just finding Nemo again. <laughs> whenever they had to go into the trench. Yeah. Yeah. That's basically what it is. That's literally the... just like a... That's literally where they went. That's where they found the anglerfish. They were in the trenches. Yeah. Yeah, and, literally where they went. And that's the thing too, like why just because of the temperature and the pressure just going down. That's oh why I feel goodness. like we haven't like been able you to can't. explore most There's of literally, I mean, we, because we, we can't send the anything only down way, there long enough and then pull it back up. And you can't send a back. human down there. 
You definitely There's no way. You can't even send really an object down there because if you go too deep, it'll yeah, it'll just it'll just like implode. It'll literally self implode. Same thing that like yeah. <laughs> <Okay. I'm> <laughs> we we get the point. <laughs> we, we do. But no, but seriously, like, that's one of the reasons why so much of it is still unexplored. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what makes it die. so... <laughs> well, even anything goes down there, it, it'll just get destroyed. Well, there are some things that were created to live there, but... Yeah. That's actually humans. crazy. The fact that, like, certain, you know, species are able yeah. to withstand those conditions. And just chill. And if we were to even be anywhere near... Like, we can't percent, even get that far. Like, as humans, we, just we can't even get that far. Combust. Just die. Yeah. Actually, I wonder if the, I think the picture I have showed like the deepest diver that we've ever had. Um, yeah, the deepest no, the deepest submarine was at a depth of what does it say three thirty five thousand seven hundred fifty six feet. The Titanic is at twelve thousand five hundred feet. So the Titanic is in the the abyss. Oh my god! Yeah, ti- we're not even into the abyss yet, so we're not even there. But that's where the Titanic is. And then the height of Mount Everest is like half the size of the trenches. God, dude, half the size. And then the depth of the James Cameron reached, which is a submarine, reached like close to the bottom of the trenches, which I don't know how. but That's insane. So, yeah, that is the... That's the Midnight Zone that we just read? Or was that the Abyss? That was the Midnight Zone. Yeah. So, however... Where where am I at? So, however, there are a few creatures. We talked about that. Sperm whales. So, in fact, being 15 times the size of the epipelagic zone, the bathypelagic is generally regarded as the world's largest ecosystem. Ecosystem. So, the world's largest ecosystem, we can't even see. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's just there. Chilling. It's literally there, and we have no idea what's happening. (laughs) Next is the abyss. So the abyss, or the absopelagic zone, is the middle layer of the deep ocean. Its name comes from the Greek word abyss, which means no bottom. True to its name, there was a time when the ancients believed that the ocean was a bottomless void. It extends from 4,000 meters down to 6,000, which for some global regions marks the seafloor. The water temperature never rises above near freezing. This is a startling lack of life in this absopelagic zone. Only a select few creatures can survive the immense pressure, such as invertebrates, wow. which, which so makes literally sense. just yeah, just wow. just invertebrates. That's it. <laughs> just things just that things, don't have things that are meaningless. Literally, just like bacteria. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pretty yeah. much. Prokaryotes. I, I want to know how much pressure that is. Actually, I did some I did some math for the trenches to see how much pressure it is. But let's see. So the trenches. The hadopelagic zone is the deepest part of the ocean. It extends past the absopelagic zone in parts of the world where it is physically, that is physically possible. That is usually in the form of the deep sea trenches and canyons. An example of such a marvel is the Mariana Trench in the Pacific Ocean, mm-hmm. which marks the deepest location on Earth as 11,034 meters, yeah. a depth so deep that Mount Everest would be completely submerged if placed at the bottom. The pressure is so intense that it equates to the approximate weight of 48 Boeing 747 jets. So then I did the math of how much a Boeing 747 weighs. 48 of them. (laughs) That's such a weird way to measure how something. Pressure. But I did the math. 
So a Boeing 747 weighs 404,600 pounds. Times that by 48, that is 19,420,800 pounds of Holy. pressure. What? Like, that's not even comprehensible. You you are, would, if, if we took Samson and teleported him there, he literally just, just absolutely just combust. He would know. I'm not even combusting, My thing bro. is, I'm how does... Not, I'm not even a speck. There's you wouldn't even know you yeah, teleported yeah. He'd be before you gone. Yeah, bro. Literally, I like, literally a um, millisecond. I just, like, too long. How does, <laughs> how does something, like, live down there? That's what I don't understand. It's got well, no bones. Is, like yeah, still, literally though. no spine. No spine, There's no bones. Nothing. That's so... No future. That's no. crazy. <laughs> oh no God. life. <laughs> Nearly. Nah, bro. I, that's crazy. I wonder how it is just like the water down there. Yeah. I imagine. It's got to be uh, below freezing. Do you think it's like a... It has to be like... I don't know. Maybe like a pure source of water. Like pu- like just pure water? Like is but that... Then again... The it's purest like water also, we could find? Yeah. But so then, what you're saying is if we went and took like a bucket down imagine there, imagine you and just got like that and scooped it up, compared it to like Zephyr Hills water. Okay, <laughs> I don't know about Zephyr Hills. Yeah, water. You can't drink enough. right here. The thing is, you wouldn't be able to drink ocean water though. Yeah, no matter what, because it's it too salt. salt. Yeah, yeah, it's all salt. salt. The the best thing you could do with it is use it for mouthwash, because that's actually what a lot of people do is they use no, that for really mouthwash. Yeah. Put all the salt water that we when you we go to the beach. We should put the <laughs> water in our mouth. You could just don't a drink lo- it. Uh, yeah, you're not. You can't drink it. That's yeah, the one thing. If you drink it, then you're gonna be sick. Who's yeah, gonna you're literally me? gonna get sick and start throwing up stop everywhere. Me. I mean, I won't stop you. You can do it. I mean, go I'm gonna for it. Yeah, bring out the whole ocean. <laughs> 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 but uh, going back, so yes, it's 19 million, a little over 19, not a little over, but you know, almost half, 19.5 million pounds. Even so, life does not exist in this zone. The Absobortula galathae, a species of eel, was discovered at 8,372 meters in the Puerto Rico Trench in the 1970s. That's what that looks like. It's literally just... God, what? We'll put that a, is literally like... We'll put a picture up, but that, it's literally just like... That does not look little, like an eel. Slime. It's literally like a little slime turd. That's what it looks <laughs> like. Literally, it is... So now the slime. So the whole point of you understanding that and how the layers work is to go into some of the sea animals that live on these certain types of layers. Crazy. Some of the scariest ones, some of the weirdest ones. So the first one is a frilled shark. So a frilled shark can grow to about seven feet long and is named for its frilly appearance of its gills. Although shark in its name is in its name these animals swim at a distinctly serpentine fashion much like an eel they mostly feed on squid usually swallowing their prey whole that's what that looks like oh that's pretty friendly it's got kind of like human teeth dude why is that it looks like a snake a little bit it's it's it's, it's like an eel thing but as a shark why is it let me see its teeth it's look at his teeth. It's oh like, my goodness yeah. up close its teeth are even worse no, it's like uh, teeth on teeth yeah look at it look at that what the heck? Imagine getting bit by that. Bro, that is... <laughs> if you're watching awful. this on Spotify, you probably need to go to YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah. It? See, this is where YouTube is helpful, to yeah. where you can actually, like, visualize it. Yeah, I mean, the best thing I can do... We can't describe Yeah, The best thing I can do is... It's the best thing is teeth on teeth. Yeah. Teeth on teeth. Little teeth. It looks like a little teeth. shark thingy. It looks like molars that have teeth on them. Yeah, yeah it kind of it looks like gums that have, like, 
like gum cluster that looks like it has little baby teeth on it. Yeah. Have you ever seen like the picture of like a tiger's tongue? Or like a penguin. Yeah, it's got a little like fang. Yeah. Thing. Not yeah. like actual. And they have fangs, like little, little just like small, sharp, jagged. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm pretty sure that's how they like end up like ripping up their prey. Yeah. They, Besides their teeth, but you know. They like lick They lick it so it's yeah. crazy. It's kinda of, I mean, that's kinda of what it looks like. That's like the best thing. Have you ever seen a And that's also how they clean them tongue? too. Yeah. 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 So don't cats have that too, but not like as extreme. Yeah. Yeah, they actually do have it. Yeah. So I mean, that's yeah, pretty wild. Cat. The next animal is a gulper eel. Okay, the gulper eel is named for its massive mouth and jaw, which helps them swallow prey whole. They can grow up to six feet in length, and their huge mouths allow them to hunt down meals and that are larger than them. They usually happens when food is scarce. It's believed that gulper eels usually eat crustaceans and other small marine animals. That's what it looks like. <laughs> Dude, what? what is that? What? That looks like an, an actual thing. It's literally just a mouth. It's not even like a body. It's literally a mouth. You know what it's it looks echo. like? Dude, it looks like... It looks like it looks like a bear trap. It kind of yes. does look like a bear looks trap. It like a bear trap. No, it's literally just... <laughs> That's why it says it's got a massive mouth that can eat things. It's a bear trap with a tail, dude. I told you it's got a huge mouth. That's not true though. Look, it's got a little tiny body. I guess it can expand or something. I guess look at snakes. Like a snake, yeah. It'll just expand. Expands. Like I mean, it. It's got to look. I I think the funniest thing about this fish. Look at the eyeballs. No, no way. That's a tie. Hold up, hold up. No way. That's a tie. It's got to be. I think you're just making stuff up. No, no where else is it going to see? Yeah. That's got to be. <laughs> Bro, why does it remind me of the SpongeBob episode with the worm? With the worm. Oh, worm. Yeah, Elastic yeah. worm. Yes, yes. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I, we've described it perfectly for you. Yeah, literally. So, moving on, is the giant squid is absolutely... Oh the stuff of nightmares. This largest one ever recorded is a whopping 43 feet long, nearly half the size of a blue whale. Earlier this year, scientists created a draft no, uh, genome sequence for the giant squid in a bid to better understand it with about 2.7 billion DNA base pairs. Its genome is about 90% the size of a human genome. Uh, beyond that, scientists know don't know a whole lot about the giant beast or its habits because most of what we know comes from their carcasses, which wash up on shores. Most of the time, the giant squid lives in water so deep that we can never see them adding to their, in, uh, you know, to their nightmare. That's usually what they look like. That is insane. That's a, if I, you saw that just yeah. floating in the water. I literally, <laughs> where is that? Where is that at in the water in the ocean? Uh, in the ocean, you'll find those in about. The mesopelagic zone. How many meters how many deep is feet that? Or meters? Um, that's about three thousand three hundred feet, God. give or take a few. Wow, it's like a thousand <laughs> meters. Pretty much. So people, no, oh, that's terrible to say. But, but next you have the vampire <laughs> squid. The the submarine could have basically been just like Dude, the what submarine. If, what, if, what, if the, what if a what if a squid? <laughs> it just like latched on its tentacles and threw it around. <laughs> No, bro, that's awful. <laughs> it's sad, though, because something like that could have it actually could. happened. Because nobody knows yeah, what really happened. Knows. You literally have no idea. Maybe a squid was, like, pulling a prank and, like, punched it. Like, punched no. the hole. 
Cause of pressure. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, he's pulling pranks. <laughs> Squid's just casually Walk the pranking. Prank. Got him. Next, we have the vampire squid. Strangely oh, enough, this form squid. of sea life is neither a squid nor an octopus. Despite its appearance, scientists have uh, designated the vampire squid as a completely separate animal. Why do they call it squid then? Why oh, is squid in it? <laughs> even though it's a separate animal from a squid, so we're gonna call it a squid. <laughs> just what? a vampire. Even though squid. it has eight arms and two tentacles, again the name can be confounding. These creatures don't suck blood, or and actually are pretty passive hunters. Considering why are they calling it? This. It doesn't suck blood, or it is not a squid, but we're going to call it a vampire squid. <laughs> we're going to give it every name that it's not what it is. I've never understood how they like make these names up for these animals. Wow. Nah, bro. It's wild. They're actually uh, filter feeders. So instead, the name comes from the skin between its arms, which resemble a cape. And uh, this animal lives in the pitch black waters of the mesopelagic zone. So I think that's the second zone. The, it's the same one as the squid, right? That's what it looks like. Bro, that thing is crazy. You like see its Wait, inside. What, what the heck again? is that? Bro, that's that is wild. Bro. Imagine being like, eyes, yeah, thinking. it's got his eyes right there. Imagine being like consumed by that. Bro, oh you turn into a vampire. <laughs> I guess so. Water vampire. You be a mermaid. Oh my god. Mermaid. mermaid. Mermaid vampire. Merman. <laughs> <laughs> I'm moving on now. <laughs> Next is the goblin shark. So it's a super rare that creature one, yeah. that can grow up to 15 feet in length, and it has the ability to 15 thrust. 15 feet. Oh. Yes, thrust its whole jaw outward in order to capture prey. Fewer than 50 goblin sharks have been spotted since 1898. Bro, who was That's spotting what, them in 1898? Yeah, yeah. What? what? Imagine the Bro, first guy that came <laughs> found. Oh my Bro. god. <laughs> It's a little bro. shark, and then its whole jaw just pops out at you. Like, There's no what? way. <laughs> that's what that looks bro, like. Imagine being speared Dude, by that thing. Dude, that's scary. Imagine I would... just coming, like, going full force imagine straight into your body. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Getting impaled. <laughs> like, bro, that'd be crazy. You're dead. Anyway, next one is the black swallower fish. Which has the ability to swallow prey much larger than itself, thanks to the extended gut attached to its belly. <laughs> this adaptation is especially useful since black swallowers live in the deep and food this can be literally scarce. A snake, dude. To it's come a, it's an underwater snake. In the abysmal depths of the sea. And that's what that looks like. What in the world? Why does it look like there's two fish in one? Yeah. Because that's the gut. That's no, a big that's old its gut. gut. Yeah. Bro, it's huge. Exactly. That's why you can eat it's stuff. It's literally the size of the fish. Exactly. That's why you can eat stuff that is much larger than itself. That's why it's what called what? It's called a black swallower fish. <laughs> 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 I didn't name the fish. Bro, That's what they're called. Who's giving I these know. names? Bro, what dude, 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 Heiko, are you going to be making up these names, dude? You're going to be making up these names? <laughs> Bro, they just saw it was colored black and they and it swallows. swallow stuff. Black swallower. That sounds awful. <laughs> That's terrible. They well, put, like, no thought into these at all. Now we have the good old angler fish. So the deep oh, sea yeah. angler may not regularly encounter suitable prey. So they have very large mouths and stomachs and long pointy teeth in order to facilitate capturing and swallowing anything they can find. They also have a lure, like all anglerfish, that they use to attract prey, which is a little thing on the top. Yeah. The deep sea anglers lure is filled with bacteria that make their own light. Using a muscular skin flap, a deep-sea angler can either hide or reveal its lighted lure. By pulsing the light and moving the lure back and forth, they successfully attract pelagic crustaceans, fishes, and other prey. 
The lure is also used to attract a mate. The only individuals that fit the above description are females. Females are the large ambush pr- predators. Females have the lightened lures. So males are very small, one inch to three centimeters, and are not predatory. What? Once they hatch, one they spend... Inch? Yeah. What? So I guess all the bigger ones are the females. So once they hatch, they the spend... Uh, bigger than them? What? No, that's... I don't, I don't know. know. But why is the if one it's in bigger than one inch? It could literally be like a thousand feet. I think the the the, the the female ones are bigger because it says they're large. Usually, it's usually that the females are generally bigger. Yeah. Than yeah. Females. So once they hatch, they spend all their energy searching for mates, biting into larger females and fertilizing their eggs. So they literally bite them and then fertilize <laughs> their eggs. And many angler fishes, the male becomes parasitic, or like a parasite, and never leaves. From his mate again, feeding from her blood and becoming little more than a sperm factory. That is not, <laughs> however, the case in the deep sea angler f- ang- Wait, anglerfish. Then what are we talking about? What fish no, are we talking that, about? that is like a normal anglerfish. This is a deep Wait, sea anglerfish. Two different ones. The, the deep sea one is probably the one that's anglerfish. in Nemo. So yeah. the deep sea anglerfish. After only a short union, the males release and seek out another mate. Even though they form these tight bonds during mating, reproductive... Oh, so it's like real life. <laughs> okay. Reproduction <laughs> occurs via external fertilization. The females release her eggs into the deep water column, and the male immediately releases his sperm, which located and fertilized the eggs. Hmm. So they just be going crazy. Yeah. Now, this is the last one. Well, this is what it looks like. You guys already know what it looks like. It's just that thing is horrific. <laughs> If I just like got flash banged with that, like, just, I, I just like, a find flashlight it... in the middle just pitch black, and then I saw that I'm, I don't You're even dying. know what I, my soul is. Just I, I just find it crazy how like a fish can like do that like with its like just have like a light like that. <laughs> Bro's got his portable Bro. light. He's literally got a light bulb he can carry around. Take that climate change. Bro's got his port- a personal light bulb. <laughs> portable light bulb. Like, portable energy. Uh, unfortunately, that's, that's crazy. but. Uh, <laughs> I was going to say, did you guys ever look at into the one fit? Like, I've seen, like, those, like, really extremely poisonous fish. Like, the um, the one that I'm wanting to talk about is the stonefish. Stone Have you ever fish? heard of it? I, I think I've heard of it, it, yeah. That thing looks like a billion years old. And because it, its skin is just so, it like, it's supposed to use as, like, a camouflage for it. Mm-hmm. And to avoid like predators, but it has these like spikes that are extremely sharp and it's under the skin. And so I I saw a video on TikTok before how somebody actually pierced the spike through the skin Mm -hmm. and it released like. Lit- it was like, bro, people were commenting like forbidden slurp juice. <laughs> it was literally like a like a neon blue. What, what the, the like heck? Lid. Yeah. Are they like like in the deep Extremely sea? Extremely poisonous. No. Oh, so they're, they're just there. They're just literally fish That's that are around. Crazy. And also there's the lionfish, which is extremely yeah. poisonous. Yeah. That one looks before. just like crazy. That one looks crazy. It's kind of, yeah. But what were you going to say about the thing? Well, th- this is the last one I have. And this one, me personally, this is the scariest one to me because this one makes me uneasy. I don't like the way it looked. But this is the big fin squid, which are widely distributed throughout the world's deep ocean, and they live deeper than any other known squid. The current depth record for a big fin squid is 4,735 meters, roughly three miles. Large fins and long appendages, eight arms and two tentacles, 
with elbow-like bends give the big fin squid its distinctive appearance. These squid can exceed 6 meters or 19.7 feet in length. However, that's mostly arms and tentacles. The largest known big fin is 6.4 meters or 21 feet long. Its arms and tentacles are 6.1 meters, roughly 20 feet long, and that's 20 times the length of its body. And that's what it looks like. Bro, why does that not even look real? <laughs> it, I, that's what I'm saying. It don't look. It, it looks, looks like alien. alien. It looks like an alien. Yeah, uh, that's it's why. Like it, from Area 51. Yeah. If you uh, and there's a video. Like I took this from a video. If you look at the video of the camera, it like pans and it passes it, and then it immediately just shoots back here. It's like what the <laughs> heck was? <laughs> and it the just, camera just, realized it's just yeah. sitting there and moving. Imagine like if you watch the video. If you watch and look at it imagine that but it moves extremely fast like that'd be like nightmare fuel yeah (laughs) something that long and large that moves fast that is definitely haunting me ain't no way uh, i saw too uh like a theory and stuff like since you brought up like how it looks like an alien i saw something about how uh on tiktok they were like uh basically aliens you, you know how we think, oh, they can come around space and everything? Mm-hmm. A lot of people think that if ocean. aliens are actually real, like, they probably can come from the ocean floor. They come from Atlantis. And they're, they've already been here for a long time. Because think about it. If they would want to hide, let's say they were here, what's the, where's the best place to hide? Yeah. Either space or the ocean. So. Yeah, yeah. And, I'm, I mean, you have a better shot of going to space than you going to the bottom of the yeah, ocean. So. Yeah. I mean, think about it. We, we, what, what was, like, the percentage of, like, how much we've explored? Like, I think it was 20%. Yeah, it's literally maybe even less than 20. Yeah, so a lot of people theorize that if aliens could come from the ocean floor. That's a valid. I mean, I don't know how they'd be building spaceships in the water, but... It's also crazy to think about, too, how everything that comes from outer space, most of it has landed in the ocean, too. That's true. What if the aliens just landed, like, in a meteor in the ocean? Like, imagine, like, there probably is some type of alien substance or machinery or something in the ocean somewhere they just started civilization in the ocean they're like ah this looks fine maybe, yeah <laughs> maybe i mean maybe you never know olympus I'll, most like olympus atlantis most organisms all they need is water to survive so it makes sense what if i don't know what i was about to say but yeah that makes sense kind yeah of. i'm just that's just what i hear a lot of scientists and stuff talk about name the scientist. I don't know. The, I don't know the name. You want to quote studies? Name every scientist. Yes, yes. I'll, I'll <laughs> quote every scientist's name. All right. Well, I mean, that was the last animal I had. But now you can share the fear of the ocean with all of us. Yeah. Yep. Never go in the ocean ever again. You'll hate life. And, you know, we didn't even talk about, like, crabs or whatever. You go to Japan, they got them long spider, crab. the spider crabs. Dude, but crabs are good, though. I'll, I'll <laughs> eat them all day. I actually, I, quick little story, and then we'll end because, you know. But um, I went to go eat crab, like, last weekend. Yeah. Fire. Crab is fire. It was, it's like, so called good. the Hungry Crab. It's so good. It's where the old um, Kobe's used to be, remember? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's oh. the crab place now. We went there okay. and we had crab. And then after that, there was an ice cream parlor right next to it. So we went to go eat ice cream. And they sold ice cream and boba. And mm. my girlfriend was like, oh, I'm going to get boba. Boba's so and she good. got a drink. Oh, so, I remember you telling me that. So I've never <laughs> had boba funny, before. funny, actually. So I'm like, right, I'm going to grab a straw. <laughs> you and I'm never just gonna... had boba until this point. No, I never had boba. Wow. I think I had it once, but it was a long time ago. So 
Um, I go, I grab her thing, and I give it to her, and she said, can you give me a straw? So I go get a straw, and I didn't know that boba straws have a pointy side and a flat no. side. Yeah, this man, So I dude. was like, all right, I'm going to poke it in like they always do, like I've always seen in the videos. So then I look at the straw, and I kind of poke it, and I'm like, oh, it didn't go through. So I poke you it a few more times. <laughs> I was like, maybe I'm not giving it enough force. No. Bam! <laughs> Whole cup explodes. Whole cup, just, the side of the cup just implodes. Oh, no. my God. I was like, well, that's great. So then I ended up cleaning it all. And then the girl was like, oh, you want me to make you another one? And my girlfriend was like, yeah. So... She's like cleaning up because they're about so you they're, do it again. They're, they're, <laughs> no, they're they're closing and stuff like that. And I guess she forgot and she never got another drink. Wait, what? Oh so God. she paid for she paid five bucks for a drink that I ended up exploding. That's mm. great. Well, at least you exploded it. Yeah, it's okay. Oh, well, you have boba again. Did you didn't no. even have the? <laughs> I didn't even you try really it. Didn't even have I didn't it to try it. Yeah. I Maybe that's a up. sign you shouldn't it try it. Honestly, though, it was it was like a it was like a fruit drink, but it had the boba. Yeah, top that's kind of what, what type it. of boba was in it. Was there it... was no boba in it? That's the thing. Huh? Like the the balls weren't in it. <laughs> 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 like it was there was no things in the cup. <laughs> Was it not like the popping boba? No, no, no. It, it was, was just. It was just. Nothing, it was just solid liquid. Just liquid. Yeah, that's usually not how they are. I know, but it, like that's it weird. was a boba place that they put the boba top on and everything, but it was just like a fruit drink. I don't know why they uh, did it. Interesting. But that's how it was. But yeah, that's that's the little story I have. Happy uh, fake boba. Fake boba. Yeah. So uh, don't drink boba and don't go in the ocean. <laughs> that's what we had today. Uh, but yeah, so thank you guys for watching. Quick little podcast today. I think that was like forty-ish minutes. Yeah, yeah like forty-five. Something like that. Make sure you go like and subscribe on YouTube. Go comment. Go like it up. Uh, as well as on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Amazon Music. Um, or wherever you get podcasts. And go watch the clips. Go like those up. We have yeah. a clip now. What, like 35,000 views? Did, yeah, oh, there's yeah. one. That so clip is Citadel almost people, out there. Man. You guys Dude, we're at, we're, over, we're at like 208 followers on Instagram yeah. now. Yeah. All them Citadel people, yeah. keep sharing with all your Citadel I know. friends. Get, uh, we I appreciate you guys, it. Make sure when the knobs come in for next <laughs> semester that... Oh my gosh, my thing just fell. <laughs> when you go in for... When the knobs come in next semester, you got to make them watch our podcast. Yes. Yep. As like We're punish, sponsored as like, by yeah. the Citadel. Yeah, as like a punishment or something. <laughs> I don't know. That, that would be a punishment. But anyway. <laughs> That's awful. That's awful. Say it about your own This podcast. is what they make them watch when they're getting their head shaved. No. Yeah. <laughs> they got us on the TVs. And then it's because. just a costume. <laughs> a costume talking about how it's the first thing that gets people kicked out. Uh, oh, my God. But uh, thank you guys for watching. We will see you guys next week, I think. Yeah. yeah probably we'll see next you next week. week. Yeah. So, All right. See you. All right, see ya. Yeah. Thank you.